0: Hi, this is Matt with Intergalactic Herald, just doing my weekly Star Atlas News Recap Review Podcast, number 25. So before I get started, again, just a few things to go over. One, I'm always looking for guests to be on this podcast, so if you're interested in being a guest to talk about the week, past week news in Star Atlas, please go to intergalacticherald.com, find the contact form, and just send me a message there. Two, also, if you're on intergalacticherald.com, please sign up for my uh, weekly news recap. The last one was number 74, which was what I'll be going over this this podcast. Again, please uh, sign up for that. That'll get all the articles and videos from different Star OS content creators delivered directly to your email box, usually on Sundays at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Two, I'm working on a couple different Star Atlas projects. So the first one is the Intergalactic Gear website, so intergalacticgear.com. I'm hoping to uh, start a Star Atlas merch store. So I'm starting first getting some interested in people uh, submitting a merch survey. So I'd really appreciate some feedback on different items you may be interested in. Again, that's intergalacticgear.com. And the other Star Atlas project I'm on right now is starting a non-guild guild at Coalition.com. again the idea here is nothing wrong with guilds great structure fun to play things like that but if you're either not interested in joining uh, a full a formal guild or you just want to hang out um, talk about star atlas things uh, please go to intergalacticcoalition.com and fill out our interest survey uh, hoping to get uh, some people that are interested and then i can move forward with actually building that community so again that is intergalacticcoalition.com So let's get into what transpired in Star Atlas this past week. So kind of things I've been thinking about. So not always necessarily some news that came out, but kind of thinking more about the upcoming Sage Labs. So one thing, again, I should probably write down where I hear these things. But anyways, it became clear, maybe it was the Star Atlas Discord Foundation Room, that the processes, so the things that are occurring in Sage Labs. So not 100% sure that's travel, though I'd assume so, but definitely they said Crafting are processes that will not ha- need you, will not have to be actively using your computer, though. I guess if it's a browser based game, you know, I hadn't thought about that. It, they never have said, Can you do this on your smartphone? But if it's a browser based game, well, anyways, we'll find out. But the key was it's not like you have to be actively doing something, you could start, I assume, a crafting action, and maybe it takes. 30 minutes i don't know and you could go away from your computer so the processing you have to obviously start the process on your in the web browser on your computer but you don't have to maintain something so i thought that was really cool first time i kind of maybe they had confirmed that because at some point i was thinking oh they're going to have to do something to keep active otherwise again all the bot problems that occurred during escape Velocity. so anyway so that was really good also that came out this week, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Afia. Um, hopefully, I think the author was Funcracker, but I guess I shouldn't know for sure. But anyways, Afia published a great Star Atlas Sage Labs guide, and it was extensive. And I think it even got updated. I started reading it, then got busy and started reading again, and seemed things seemed to change. And I think I read it before the last atlas brew that happened last week and then more information came out so anyways it's a great great resource to to learn more about sage labs so i'd highly recommend that afia.com i believe actually no i'm not really sure what that is but search for afia (laughs) star atlas i'm sure google knows where that is the other part on sage labs that i think was in that guide was some information about movement so again we have extraction take our fleet ships to some asteroids extract things Then we go back to, I think, again, the star bases and we craft things, but they hadn't really talked too much about movement. So a couple of tidbits I recall learning about movement that made it sound interesting was one, there was subwarp and warp, I think. Anyways, and again, until the game comes out, all these terms could always be subject to change. But the idea that there there was two types, one like like in between or I don't know, anyways, just different types of movement are coming and they have different, uh, time and costs. So again, we're getting much more, uh, details. Um, again, these Atlas brews are turning out to be just full of information each week. Um, again, maybe this is the easiest way to do community outreach and things like that, not publishing large medium articles or creating videos or whatever, you know, just have an Atlas brew, have everybody show up and just talk for an hour plus. Anyway, so those were a couple things that I thought about and helped me kind of better understand Sage Labs. Another thing came out was StarPass. So again, this is the current referral program, soon-to-be updated referral program name. And again, if you're not familiar with a referral program or an affiliate program, the idea is that a person gets a special link And then they try to get people to buy something. So in this case, buy something on the Star Atlas Marketplace. Another big um, affiliate program that's out there is uh, Amazon, Amazon Associates. So you can put links on your website to anything on Amazon. And if someone buys it through your link, you get a small um, affiliate commission back from Amazon. So Star Atlas is going to do something similar, working with some third-party link buddy, I think. But anyways, but one thing I saw somewhere posted is actually the benefits apply to both parties. So it isn't just that the person pr- promoting it through their link gets a cut. The person using the link gets a reduction. So again, it's win-win for both parties. So I think that's actually a really good way to promote this because who doesn't like to get a discount. So it, again, it's a it's a win-win. There's lots of other details. I think, again, it may have been AFIA's guide of all the nuances. But again, until it's launched, everything's subject to change. So, But anyways, the idea that it's going to help both parties. The last thing I saw somewhere was, again, apparently you could click on multiple people's links, which I'm sure is easy to have. But whoever you clicked on last, that's the referral link that counts. So again, if you're gonna go down this path, you want to make sure to figure out that because hate to promote it, and then somebody uses someone else's link, and you don't get the <laughs> the 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 benefit. So, anyways, another thing that happened in the starhouse com- uh, community was more information on these what are called the ships, the starhouse ships specs v2, so version two. So I think it might have been like a what is it, minor announcement in the Discord that they've refined them again slightly. So again, we're in this stage where the original specifications for the ships occurred back when they were initially released have been refined and updated and streamlined and made more realistic because now they're actually building the ships and physical space comes into play where pictures, of course, could represent everything. So they're still continuing to refine that, it sounds like. But sounds like we're also getting pretty close to being done with that, as in the sense that uh, saw somewhere that those specs will be applied to the Sage the ships in the in the Sage Labs, in the sense of like cargo holds and things like that. So, anyways, all that kind of does work together, which all makes sense. Another topic: prices for R four rising in marketplace. I admit I haven't been really monitoring this much after the oh. I don't know how many weeks ago maybe it's been months ago now that star alice stopped being the sole supplier with a fixed price of the r4s again the fuel food ammo and toolkits that those prices have been able to fluctuate in the sense that the marketplace now is buyer and sellers for the r4s so somebody posted maybe on twitter something hey the prices are rising actually it was, now not remembering someone actually posted that the prices are continuing to rise which is not good now I don't know that person's specific situation, so I can't speak to that, but I guess in the broader sense, kind of like, isn't this what we were hoping for in economy? So that 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 things are dynamic due to economic forces, supply and demand, all those kind of things. So rising prices is good for the sellers of those, bad for the buyers, but again, that's sort of what we want. I mean, I don't think anybody doesn't want their ship prices to go up in value. So, yeah, again, I, I guess I kind of get it, um, that we were so used to um, fixed, stable prices that now that the marketplace is fluctuating, but it's isn't that the whole purpose of having a, a free market, well, maybe, I don't know if it's a free market economy, but a a free, unregulated economy, i.e. that Star Atlas is not putting stuff into the marketplace at specific values. So anyways, so just again, just something to pass along. But again, I'm like, I think this is okay. Part of the reason I personally haven't been really paying attention is I did the, I went the claim stakes route. So my claim stakes are generating enough R4 to supply my ships and score. So I'm kind of similar, or same same place as I was before that I just have to check score slash faction, faction fleet once a day, resupply my stuff, and then claim my r four on my claim stakes, and so that part of my fixed economy just continues to work. So last week, Star Atlas did announce their integration with MoonPay. So I need to do a little more research on this. Plus, I want to put out a how-to video. But it sounds like the real big benefit of the MoonPay integration is within the Star Atlas game. We'll call it, let's just call it the marketplace, the thing on the web. <laughs> there will be an option where you can click a button for MoonPay, and then MoonPay will actually Handle your transaction to get your uh, m- currency of your country directly into, and that's where I'm not sure. Now, I test into what? Into your wallet? Well, I can do that with Coinbase, which is what I currently use. So, uh, again, I'm not saying it's not a cool thing. Uh, a lot of people sounded really interested in it. I just, again, haven't had that, but maybe it takes less stops or it takes away the whole necessity for a Star Atlas. Player to have to have an account on a cryptocurrency exchange to then get started by either buying USDC or SOL and then transferring that to your Phantom or Ledger wallet and then transferring that into Atlas or Polis. So, I mean, any way to make it easier for players to get into the game, I think, is a good thing. I just, again, haven't had a chance to play with it, but goal is to make a video on that and learn a little more. So next thing i think again i saw this on twitter lots of people are talking about the tokens so atlas and polis for a rising in price even though i track my values in my crypto wallet once a week i don't really look for the the daily fluctuations though i guess coinbase occasionally sends me an email that eth, ETH, ETH is up or soul's down or bitcoin changes so i mean again i see that yeah it's jumping up or down. But anyways, many Star Atlas community members were really excited that the polis and Atlas were going up. Okay. I'm I would be too. I just haven't been falling or my amounts are so low that a couple pennies here and there isn't really going to change. So but if it's true, I guess that goes back to the larger picture. Maybe more interest in Star Atlas, maybe more people are optimistic. I think like I mentioned the last one, part of the token price goes back to me, the stock market. And I understand on the stock market why there's initial public offerings so businesses can get capital. But as far as after that, the up and down pricing, again, I don't know how that helps the businesses. But again, our whole U.S. economy and I think other world economies rely upon investing in the stock market. So um, why do prices go up in stock market? I don't know. Why do prices go up on uh, Atlas and Polis? I don't know. Um, again, I'd love if someone could... Uh, much more of an economic background could could explain these um anyways they're going up good um next topic um someone i think it had been mentioned that the upcoming oh no sorry i think it was that the phantom the the uh, crypto wallet was going to allow auto-approved transactions for uh, star Wars, the game and if you were playing escape velocity There was lots of talk about getting a quote-unquote burner wallet, I think on Solflare, to do auto approvals. And the reason why is that every time you moved in escape velocity or scanned, you had to approve the transaction. Because again, this is a on-chain game, so everything is on the blockchain, hence you must approve the transaction. And people were talking about, well, I don't want to uh, break my ledger clicking so many times. I guess maybe I didn't play enough escape velocity to care because once a day was fine. And so cooking a couple of times didn't really matter. Part of it was just, uh, the duo was needed for the, um, never alone campaign. So anyways, but there's been a lot of talk that going forward, you know, for quote unquote playing something in Star Atlas, having to stop, get our Ledger wallet out and approve something. Yeah. That that's, that's not a game. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. But given everything that's happened, having a hardware wallet seems like the only way to really go if you're going to put any sort of investment, I shouldn't say investment, but you're going to spend any amount of money, you would hate to, you know, have a hack. And there's been so many soft wallet or warm wallets, whatever they call them, or exchanges for that matter, not that we can use an exchange, hacks that nobody did anything wrong. So I think so far Ledger has not had anything that I'm aware of That would be truly, you didn't do something yourself, but totally outside. So I'm still ledger first. So the idea that there might be an auto-proof function later on in Star Atlas itself that somehow still protects your asset seems like the best way. But having said that, if Phantom has it and that helps people and they like that and people use one wallet for playing and then move their stuff, uh, yeah, again, it's part of a blockchain game it's it's one of the things I think it becomes a barrier to entry for a lot of people definitely learning all about crypto and all that when somebody just wants to play games so with potentially the moon pay integration potentially this auto proof thing yes these seem to be lowering the barriers for um, new people to come into the game and I'm all for all of that so this past Wednesday there was another Atlas brew so a couple of specific things that I uh, noted when I was uh, listening to that uh, on delay when I was out watering the grass. Yeah, whatever. Whenever I can dub multitask. So the first thing was, again, about these SDUs, um, scan data units. Uh, again, there's so many acronyms in, in Star i to keep track of them. Anyways, these other new things that aren't directly related to extracting resources and then crafting those resources into other in-game objects and then crafting those into others. So these are something different. And what it appears, at least from m- new information, these are going to, again, be directly rated to the raffle, so for the golden tickets. Now, they may have a purpose after the raffle, but definitely sounds like these are the incentive to kind of get into the the raffle, which, again, is into then these golden tickets, which are then put into the raffle. So actually, I maybe should back up. So you have to use start a process that you can craft with the ultimate goal of getting a golden ticket. The golden ticket then goes into the raffle and like any raffle, then you have a chance to potentially win whatever is being given away. The additional thing that it mentioned, and again, I'm not sure if this was the SDU's become this through crafting, but it was mentioned at the last Atros Brew that there's going to be some special ships and it was clarified I think afterwards that some of these ships will never be available in any other way except during this and again that's why I'm not sure if it's part of the raffle or that you can actually take some SDUs take some other things you extract craft those and then redeem not craft the ship but just redeem one of these special ships that may only be available during this period so again is that part of the raffle or is it same time frame as the raffle the we'll call it redemption but anyway so more information um they're de- definitely continuing to give out lots of uh nuggets of things at these atlas brews and then again once we actually have the launch of uh sage labs um in fact i think they uh star atlas published a medium post where they announced the url which i think was labs so i mean we're getting closer um one thing that did come out of the atlas brews caused a little bit of uh whatever in the Discord was that they decided to wait a couple more weeks from whatever the Rust announcement was because they have decided that improving the UI, the user interface of Sage Labs was worth it. So at the brew, and I'm sure you can find on Twitter or Discord some of the before and after pictures of what the UI they had and what they now will have. Personally to me, yeah, it looks a lot better. So if it takes two more weeks to get that all fine tuned, yeah, go for it. I mean, again at this point, what's two more weeks? But having said that, a lot of people were like, yeah, they missed another deadline. Okay. I mean, sure, <laughs> I guess, but yeah, anyway, so it is what it is. You can have whatever opinion you want on the subject. The last thing on the Alice Brew that I wrote down that I thought was interesting was, again, it was Chris, the director of economy. Again, like I said, in the last podcast, I totally love his enthusiasm. Like I said, I think he obviously he loves his job. and <laughs> He loves doing this. So that's cool. But one thing, again, I'm not an economist. So a lot of this I just don't catch right away. But he, he mentioned, or somebody mentioned, that basically the economy of Star Atlas going forward is going to be based on what people think are worth crafting. And I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. And again, this could come down to specific choice, which players want to play or do certain things, or it might be necessity, meaning if you don't have a big enough ship or a big enough fleet, there's just no way you're going to be able to get to whatever level of crafting. But maybe you could buy it or anyways so i think what it the thing that was intriguing was the idea that you know they put out a little mini game that people could try to figure out what the crafting tree looks like and so you know that maybe somebody focuses their gameplay all on extracting things and then they go and just sell it on the marketplace and if people pick the wrong thing to craft and not all people are interested in it then that because of supply and demand will keep the price low but Maybe somebody finds there's a specific crafted item that's really in high demand and so they can sell it because more people want it. Anyway, I, again, I'm not an economist, so I don't understand all this, but I think what it did tell me and I think what's intriguing about this is, is the crafting process, so from the extracted things to the end things, which again we don't know. We know a little bit about both ends of those, but not completely other than the, the golden tickets. That's going to fluctuate because that's how economic forces are. Again, I wish I was an economist, but okay, cool. I mean, then, then I'll probably have to say, yeah, okay, I get it. This is a real economy. I guess the problem I have is I'm trying to balance that understanding with economies I'm aware of. So, you know, I go out to the grocery store and buy something. Well, I know prices fluctuate you know there's a hurricane in florida and so a couple months later that means oranges are going to cost more okay i get it i guess maybe the one that's more simple is why does gas prices go up and down when they're just taking the stuff out of the ground and refining it but the price seems to fluctuate quite a bit then it goes up during the summer because there's higher demand because more people are driving okay okay so i mean maybe all those principles which i would have to admit are obviously real because i see the prices change maybe all those forces and conditions can come into the star atlas economy too i mean maybe i just again i'm not an economist um gaming to me is playing and getting a result so i'm very interested and we'll see how this goes so so final two and these are much more kind of philosophical ones but based on what i was just saying i wrote down what is a game? I mean, is, is what I just described a game to go in? So so first, let's let let's just forget user interface, AAA games, you know, all that. Let's, let's just talk about games, playing a game. So we're obviously going to stay within Star Atlas, but could be playing checkers or chess. Those are games, right? Most people, in my opinion, play games because they get some sort of enjoyment out of it. Again, they could be against someone. So guess checkers you still have to have somebody on the other side or it could be the card game solitaire which of course you can play by yourself so is what all this stuff about star or sage labs is it a game because again it's been talked about well it's the start of the economy it's about spreadsheet warriors and all this other stuff and so i guess i have two thoughts one a game is whatever someone says a game is so i may totally dislike solitaire maybe i played it as a kid but i i couldn't play it now i got so many other things i would do with my time but for some people that's that's fun it's enraxing it's enjoying so obviously it's a game to me it's you just wasting time so again is sage labs a game i the holder is it a game for me i think so I, th- I think it sounds cool and like i mentioned in the last one i i've enjoyed playing rts's real-time strategy games and they have this economy aspect where you have to go out and harvest wood stone trees that's wood food and you get all those resources then you can train you know cavalry people or build trebuchets or something so again i've had no problems doing that so maybe it's again just taking what i found enjoyable in the past and seeing if that same mechanic brings me enjoyment in sage labs Um, Obviously, we know Sage Labs has no combat. And again, lots of games are all about combat. You know, Quake, shooting someone, blowing them up, deathmatch, and then, you know, any other things. And then, of course, you have, I guess, racing games where it's just who comes in first, a la Mario Kart. So, anyways, that's a game. But the second part, I guess, is more of, is it fun? Is Sage Labs going to be fun? And if you look at what we've had so far... The showroom is a great tech demo. Absolutely agree. It's cool. But replay value, engagement value, zero. Sorry. <laughs> now, again, I, I know they're going to add more stuff in racing and maybe combat. And, again, a racing game, it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, some people like racing games. Some people don't. That's fine. But I would never not say a racing thing is not a game. That's a game. Mario Kart, Forza, all those. There's a, those are games. Is it fun? If you like that style game, of course it's fun. But of what we've got so far, Score, Faction Fleet, is that a game? No, (laughs) it's clicking a button. That is not a game. Is it fun? Nope, not fun. Do I do it? Yeah. Why? Because I get these resources. So if it's a stepping stone to something that becomes fun, then yeah, great, no problem. And, And again, this might go back to what I've been mentioning in earlier podcasts is this whole idea that I think we got to always remember Star Atlas has never been promoted nor is being designed as a single thing. It's not just a game. It's an economy. It's a metaverse where people could go in and just hang out. It's the governmental part. Again, I don't know if you call that government, or excuse me, economy, or if that's something else. And then, of course, the DAO is internal and external governance rules. So you put all that together and fun can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people so i don't know i just wrote that down like is it fun well i guess it could have been in the end it'll be in the eye beholder so those are my thoughts for this uh past week in star atlas so hope you enjoyed hearing my ramblings so again, if anyone's interested in coming on the podcast and rambling with me, hopefully maybe two people or three or four is much better conversation than just listening to me for how many minutes, please again, go to intergalacticherald.com, con- go to the contact page and just drop me a line there. While you're there, you'll probably get a pop-up to sign up for our, the new weekly news recap. Please do. Otherwise, I think it's, you can check out for the newsletter. I think it's under about or something. And fill that out and you can get all the other content from different Star Wars community Members that I curate over the week, so videos and articles and, of course, anything from Star Atlas directly. i um, also very interested in any feedback you're willing to give on my two Star Atlas projects. So the first one, again, is my merch store. I have a merch survey. Please go to intergalacticgear.com and fill that out. Greatly appreciate it. And, again, I'm looking to build a non-guild guild. For people who want to just hang out, talk about Star Atlas, different community platform than Discord, that'll be more based upon threaded discussions and email updates. So if you go to intergalacticcoalition.com, you can fill out the interest survey there. Once we get enough people with interest, I'll try to move that one forward. So I hope you enjoyed this. What's this thing we're supposed to say? I guess it's a podcast so you can't like, maybe you can like it. Can you like it? Well, the Reviews, I guess that's for sure you do. Anyways, you know, any, any feedback would be greatly appreciated. Again, if you have any topics or anything that way, again, go to intergalacticherald.com, go to the contact form, and you can definitely submit anything you'd like me to chat in my solo shows like that. Other than that, have a great rest of your weekend if you're listening now, which you probably won't be because I haven't even published this. So <laughs> have a great week ahead in Star Atlas. Again, this is Matt with Intergalactic Herald.